tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight only on Disney Plus. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then one day. That dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey guys, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. How is everybody doing? We are joined here today by someone from a brand new Bravo show, Mr. David Schreiber. How are you? I'm good, David. Thank you so much for having me. And the show, we should say, is called Camp Getaway, and it premieres on Bravo, and it's here. Yep, May 4th at 10 10 p.m. May 4th, 10 p.m. That's a good night. Is that that a good night? It it will be a good night. (laughs) It will be a good night. Are you excited for the premiere? I am excitedly nervous. Yes. Now, are you, so you, you live in Connecticut now, right? I do. Yes. I live in I Richfield, am, Connecticut. I'm actually, for, oh, Richfield's nice. I'm actually from Orange, Connecticut. Oh, nice. But I have a lot of friends in Ridgefield, and I go to the Ridgefield Playhouse a lot. Do you really? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of shows there that I, I attend. So, Christina Leary, do you know her? She's Why, the... She she is the host of the Richfield Playhouse. Um, she's a very dear friend of mine, and she'll actually be in the show. Oh, really? The Richfield yeah. Playhouse is very cute, and Richfield itself is a very nice town. Yeah, we love it. We, we love it. We we moved up here back in um, 2012 when we bought the camp. And the camp is actually in Richfield? No, the camp's up in Kent, Connecticut. So it's about an that's, hour away. That's what I thought. So Kent is what is Kent near? Like, is that towards like Boston or I'm I'm even though I'm from Connecticut, certain parts of or is that near like Yukon and all of that? No, no. So Kent's on the border of New York. It's truly on the west. It's it's on the west, um, the western, like northwest Connecticut. So if you look at say if this is Connecticut, um, it's on the northwestern border of New York. So it's easy for it's easier for New Yorkers to get to. It's easier for people from New Jersey to get to. Yep, yep. It's about an hour and a half outside of New York. It's about two and a half hours from Boston. It's it's very uh, conveniently located. Now, how does one decide that they are going to start? So tell us about the camp first. Tell us like what the concept of it is for everyone who doesn't know. I mean, the way it's listed on the Bravo website is it says it's a three hundred acre playground. And it's where adults can come and relax, where they can play, and everything in between. So before we get into all of that, tell us in your own words, like what 
what is the camp all about and what went through your mind and how did you decide to start this? So I, I've been a camp director for about 10 years with, I worked as a camp, uh, a director for children. And over those years, on so many times, parents would come to us and say, oh, you should run a camp for us. You should run a camp for us. And there's a certain magic in camp. Uh, when you're bringing a group of people together, um, we create the environment, we create the, the zaniness, but basically what we're doing is allowing people to be themselves, allowing them to get crazy, allowing them to be their true selves. Were you a camper? I was not a camper, believe it or not, but I mean, everyone I know, like growing up in like Connecticut, everyone went to like Camp Laurelton and all of that stuff. So right. like, I wasn't a camper, but I mean, I should have been and everyone I know was a camper. <laughs> so, so, so what, so what we wanted to do is recreate camp for a very short period of time because, you know, we all have busy lives and so maybe not these days, but, but we all have very busy lives and we are all, you know, running around. So for, for a brief 48 hours, we want these people to come to camp and to just live in the moment. You know, we don't take away your phone, but it's my job to make sure that you don't look at your phone. Um, and for 48 hours, you could escape all the information that's coming in and that you could truly live in the moment and get excited about something that's happening. And, and you could be a kid again. You could try something new that you've never tried. You could, you know, um, just kind of break the rules if you want to, you know, break those normal rules and have no repercussions from it. One of my first questions was going to be, do you take people's phones away? So, I mean, that probably makes people happy that you don't just in case they need to look at well, their phone. Think about it. If, if you come to camp and I say, all right, you know, David, I'm taking your phone away. You're uncomfortable. Yes. I would have, I have, I, I'd have a complete breakdown. Yes. Yeah, you'd be uncomfortable. So instead, keep your phone. I'm going to take the onus, put the onus on me and my staff and my team to make sure that you're so engaged in the moment, you won't even look at your phone. But you have it, but you won't even look at it. That makes sense. And so it's basically a 48-hour period. So like the camp runs like what, just in the warm months and it's like every weekend? Is that how it works? Yeah, so so we are open Monday through Friday. We are open for children. So so we run a number. So 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 the camp is called Club Getaway, and we run a number of different programs at Club Getaway. The Camp Getaway program is our program for the adults. Um, but then we also run, you know, Monday through Friday. We're seeing eight hundred children on the property. Um, they're they're you know, and, and just again, the same goal is that they're having a moment where they could be free and just have a good time and just be kids. That makes sense. And then how does it work when people check in? There are organized events during the day if you want to attend, if you don't want to go to any events. So it's like, that's like the fun part and relaxing part. There are games and things to do. And then if you just kind of want to be a bystander, you can do that too. How yes. Does it so, so, so the way it starts is when, when people arrive, they'll arrive either by a bus um, where camp would really start for them. And there's a bus that comes from New York City. They would th then we have one big giant uh, welcome happy hour 
when people arrive. And, and, and look, depending on traffic, it could take anywhere for an hour and a half to three hours to get up to Getaway. So between 5.30 and 9 o'clock, we have guests that arrive. Um, we have a big family-style dinner at 9 o'clock on Friday night, uh, the night of arrival. Um, and then we go right into karaoke and we go right into our, our evening party. Um, and that's Friday. And Friday goes, and then we have campfires that are going out, like little fire pits outside. So people are out till two, three o'clock in the morning on Friday. Um, and then we started, you know, on Saturday morning, you know, we, we have a beautiful buffet breakfast. Um, and and then, then we start the activities. Um, it's very carefully choreographed so that Saturday morning, you're running around, you're doing activities, or you're sleeping in, you're nursing the hangover. Really, you know, it, 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 you, you could be doing any either either or. By Saturday lunch is when we really start bringing the community together, and we bring everybody together, and we do some what, what I'll call community activities. And this is our color war activity, where it's a big, funny competition against you know each other, and it's wacky relays um, that we do, like bouncy, uh, horsey, bouncy things, and just like really fun, wacky things. Then we go into, uh, that goes into a softball game. That goes into um, something we call a pub hike, where, where, where they're hiking around the woods um, and, you know, enjoying, you know, just enjoying themselves, doing silly games. But people are bonding and they're really, uh, you know, I, I have one guy who's my, uh, we'll call him our camp director, um, but he's our MC and he's this big guy named Bluto and he's running around in a, a coconut bra and a Hawaiian shirt. And it's just like, if, if he could do it, anybody could do it. And it just kind of allows people to get silly. Um, so we do that. And then we, uh, then we end with a beautiful dinner and a nice happy hour down by the lake, a nice dinner. And then we go into our, our, our parties on Saturday night. And then Sunday we do it all over again. That's great. And then, I mean, like, were you a camper when you were young? Like, how did you decide to start this? Like, did you just love camping when you were young? Or, like, how, even the children's camp? So, I, I did. I grew up at camp. Um, I had an absolutely amazing uh, time at camp. And I grew up with some really close connections there. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games. Um, then I was a counselor at camp. I led a teen travel program. Um, then I left the industry and I, I kind of uh, went into the corporate world. Um, and then, you know, there's certain times in everyone's lives where it's like, we need to make a change. I was engaged at this point and it was right around uh, 9-11 happened. And I was like, I hate what I do. We were making a ton of money, but I hated what I was doing. And I said to my fiance, my wife, uh, my fiance at the time, let's. I, I want to. I want to be done. I want to be done with this business. I, I was doing like HR recruiting, and, and let's go into camp. We literally answered an ad in the New York Times about running a camp. Um, fell in love with this family that that ran the camp, that owned the camp, and um, they were fantastic and kind of mentored us and 
Over the years, we wanted to buy our own property and we wanted to run a camp for adults. We found that a place like this existed, a club getaway existed. It's been around since 1976, but it was a little more of a singles oriented type of resort at that point. And it was an old converted summer camp. And we said, you know what, this is perfect. The, the idea is here, the concept is here. Let's kind of focus away from being singles oriented and let's make it a true camp for adults that anyone could come. Anyone could come just to break free, come with friends, come with your significant other, come with your partner, it doesn't matter. Um, and so that's how Club Getaway, uh, Camp Getaway formed. That makes sense. I was actually in HR and recruiting in a past life too. So I understand everyone thinks HR and recruiting sounds like so much fun. I'm like, eh, I, not really. You sat on a desk, you made your cold calls, you do what you had to do. <laughs> it's, and I actually had my own re recruiting firm for a while. And, it, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's the hustle. Like people think it yeah. sounds fun and exciting and you're like, it can be, but you're <laughs> hustling every day. Which there are good days and there are bad days. So I totally. <laughs> so now, so you have this camp and it's running and everything is good. Now, how does this end up, you know, a Bravo show? Like, was it your idea? Did you pitch it to other networks? Did you answer an ad? Like, how do you, how did the show come about, the concept for the show? So it was interesting. So my first year that I was at Getaway, 2012, when we first purchased Club Getaway, a uh, show approached me, a producer approached me, and they were doing a show um, It was about Long Island, I think it was called The Long Island Princesses. I'm not exactly sure what the show was Princesses called. Princesses of Long Island, yes. Princesses of Long Island. So they were supposed to come up to camp. So the guy that I bought the camp from was talking me into doing this show. He's like, oh, you should do a show, you should do this show, uh, come up. And it was just going to be a segment on the show. And... The producers came up, here I am, newly running this camp and newly just purchased. And these guys started like, oh, you got to do this. You got to do this. This is what you need to do. And they gave me a list of what the girls wanted to do. And it was literally, we didn't sign a business agreement. We haven't done anything, but, but it was literally like the girls were arriving up to camp in, within like an hour. And I was like, no, I hated these producers. I was like, you guys are... are excuse my language, but they were assholes. They were bossing me around. They were telling me what to do, how to run my business and how to do everything. And I was like, this has disaster written all over it. Um, so, but it definitely planted a seed in my mind. And I, you know, frankly, David, I, I for years, my wife and I would laugh because we are living a reality show, you know, between our guests, between our, our, our social coordinators and our weekend crew. Um, and between my, you know, 150 full-time staff that work for me, I'm like, we live this reality show. Um, so I was like, I was really intrigued. And over the years, I mean, we have a very unique concept, a camp for adults. Um, I would get calls over and over and over again. And there was one production company, a Haymaker Production, that, that, that does, that really, I, I hit it off with them. I really like them. And, you know, they, they kind of... I was like, but it needs to be presented right because we're not all about drinking. It's not all about hooking up. It's not, you know, the the concept of what we're doing. It's 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 about community. It's about you know taking care of the guests. And there's a lot of trials and tribulations that we deal with on a consistent basis. So the guy said, so we have a group that we have people that come up to camp. It's our weekend crew, is what we call them. 
Um, they are professionals. They are doctors, lawyers. They are um, real estate agents. They, they are across the board. Um, they work Monday through Friday. But they come and they dedicate, they've sort of drank my Kool-Aid. They've been past guests or whatever. And they come up, they love the, the camp so much and the camp experience. And they want to give it to these guests that they come up and, and their time. And they, they, they run the weekends for us. And they are out there making sure there are camp counselors. And um, so it, it was actually their idea to say, this is who we want. These are the people that we want to, 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 to capture and their experiences and their trials and tribulations. And I thought it was a great idea, a great way to capture Cam. And then they went out and pitched it to the networks. So the, well, first of mm -hmm. all, you were almost on princesses of Long Island, which that may not seem like a big deal, but to this audience here behind the velvet rope, everyone's probably screaming right now, just cause that was a nostalgic classic, but, but I get it. Listen, I know how it works. And, I'm sure the producers were like, these girls want this and this, and we don't give a shit what you want, and this is how it's going to go. And It was a little tough. It just, it just, I didn't, at that time, I was too new to this business, and the business was just too new to me. I had too much invested into it that I wanted, I, I didn't feel that this was going to be right. It was just a good feeling. Were the girls like in a car on the way up, like five minutes away from the camp? I don't know. Um, at that point, I, I didn't know it, nor did I care. Um, but, you know, from latter sites, I heard that, you know, supposedly it was raining at camp and they couldn't go. <laughs> wow. And I'm sure they weren't paying for it. I'm sure they were like, we want this and you'll get on the show and blah, blah, blah. Right. So the producers for this show, they then, to your point, like they went around and like kind of got to know your staff and they said, there, Glenn. Glenn is interesting. Niall, like they kind of handpicked which of your people they kind of wanted. Yes. So what I did is, so so I hired all my staff. You know, we're ready. We're gearing up for the season. Um, and then I obviously said to my staff, "Look, we have this very interesting opportunity right now. You know, if you're interested." So then they, then at that point, I said, "If you're interested, here's the number. Contact them." I'm removing myself from this. This is not, you know, I don't want anyone to feel pressured. I didn't want anyone to, you know, my priority was to run, is to run the business. And my priority is to make sure that, that they're doing their job. And so they're, they're interested for whatever reasons. It's not none of my business. They, they could go and they and, and decide to do this. That's smart. I mean, cause at the end of the day, you have to run a business, whether they're on TV or not. Did most people, were people like jumping at it or not necessarily? A lot of people were like, oh God, I have no interest in being on TV. Or was everyone like, oh yeah, this is for me? There was, you know, there was a lot of excitement, um, a lot of nervous energy. How is this going to affect camp? What's this going to do? You know, there's always that. And then some people, most people were jumping at it. I think that a lot of people, there were, there were several people who, Look, you know, I'm a lawyer. I don't want to be on TV, or I'm, you know, because again, these all of my weekend crew are professionals in their in their real world. Right, like this is their weekend job. This is and their weekend what? job, and, and and in some ways, their weekend escape. So what happens is is that that you know our our, our weekend crew. What I say, I'll stand up at every orientation that we do with our weekend crew. I said, look, you could be whoever you want to be here. It doesn't matter. You could be 
the most hard-nosed CEO of a company. But when you're here, you are you. I don't know what half of my weekend crew do Monday through Friday because it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't because it doesn't define who they are, who they are as a person, as and how they're willing to handle our guests and, and problem solve scenarios that come up. That's all that matters to me. And is that their motivation? You know, because like certainly if someone's a lawyer or whatever, they don't need the money. Is that really the motivation? Like, I love camp and this is fun and I would be a guest if I didn't work here. So why not work here? I mean, is that kind of the motivation or you don't even 100%. get that? In okay. 100%. That is the motivation. You know, they, they, they love the camp. They love what we do. They love how they can be, you know, personally, how they can be themselves. Um, and, you know, and again, I can't speak for all my weekend crew. And they just also love, you know, our whole philosophy and our whole, uh, the, the tenets that, that Camp Getaway is based on is fun, freedom, friends, and adventure. So they all love the adventure component. They love the fun component. They love being free and they love representing something that is just about having a good time and escaping. That's great. And then so once you kind of were like, wow, yeah, I'm kind of on board with the show and the people that were interested reached out to production and then they were chosen. Like, did it move fast from there? Like you were just shopped around to a bunch of networks. Bravo said yes. It kind of all, or was it like a slower process? Um, I think the process was, you know, I look back at the time and it was a little bit of a whirlwind, you know, going back. Um, but, it, you know, look, it's, it's, it's a long process. It's a big investment. It's a big commitment on everybody's end. And I think everyone yeah. did their diligence correctly. Um, but, but, but it's a long process. And then yeah. once you started filming, how was that? Were you like, and the people that were in the show, were you like, oh, there the cameras are? Or it just two seconds later, you're like, we have a job to do. And like, did you not even know the cameras were there? Or like at first, was there like a, an adjustment? Did it affect the business, like trying to actually get things done and having all these producers in your way? Um, it was challenging. I mean, it, it, there was a challenge at first, um, getting things done. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I'm not only bearing myself and my soul, but I'm bearing my business's soul. And so at first, um, I, there was definitely that nervousness of, oh, this is going to happen. Don't show this, you know, don't, you know, or, or this, you know, like, I, I, I'm, and, and that my team was very protective of the camp. Um, and, and, and look, at the end of the day, I'm so proud of the product that we create and the experience that we create for our guests. Um, but how we get to that experience for each guest, you know, the behind the scenes could be, you know, we scramble and it could be a disaster <laughs> you know, to get there. Right. Um, so, you know, obviously from a business standpoint, I only hope they captured the final product, though I'm 100% sure that they captured the scramble and the disasters to get to that final product. <laughs> you know, Probably. That's, I think that's TV. <laughs> totally. And like, did you have reservations, you know, because of that? You know, like just even before you started, like this is a real business. This could be great for the business. But like, were the reservations like this could hurt the business in a sense? hundred percent. And, you know, there's a there's a risk reward that comes into play. You know, part of my goal is that I want to educate people that that there is a summer camp for adults. I want, you know, and I think that this is a vehicle to do that. 
right? I mean, from 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 a business perspective, I want to educate that you could go to camp. You, David, you told me you've never been a camper before. Why not be a camper? Come, you could, you know, you could be thirty years old still go to camp. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, and that's the experience that I wanted to educate the world on. Um, is there a risk to that? A hundred percent. And uh, am I nervous about it? I was nervous when I filmed, and I'm and I'm still nervous about it. <laughs> so, I, Soon you'll see what the world thinks of it. But I actually have a I actually have a friend that went to your to your camp. Did they have fun? She had a great time. She keeps in touch with Randall, one of your counselors. She, oh, really? I, she, I think she keeps in touch with a bunch, which a, a a bunch of the counselors. But for whatever reason, she's close to Randall. Yeah, she lives in New York. She lives in Midtown, and she had a great time. So oh, when I told awesome. her I was chatting. She was like, so she's so, I mean, I'm familiar with your camp, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a great idea. I mean, you say it's not all about drinking and hooking up, but okay, so what percentage of the people that come for the weekend, you know, and there's no right answer. I'm just, you know, this is just, I'm just curious, like what percentage come that are single? Like, do a lot of people come for that single aspect or is it like 50-50 or is it like mostly singles? You know, every weekend's different. Every weekend, you know, it, it we, we do our young professionals weekend and it's a lot of uh, bachelorette parties. It's a lot of bachelor parties, um, you know, wh where I don't know if they're single or not. They're here to just have fun. Um, but, but, and that weekend, it's more about the partying and it's more about the, you know, dancing till all hours of the night and the activities are absolutely empty on Saturday mornings. Um, and then we have weekends that are for Gen Xers, you know, my, my age you know, it's more activity based. Everyone's out there doing activities. And um, so it really depends on the weekend. So I have some weekends where it's mostly singles. I have some weekends where it's mostly couples and, and groups of friends and reunions and, and, and different things that people want to go and, and just, you know, get together with either group of friends. Or we also have a lot of people that just come by themselves. They just want to get away and escape and, and, and meet new people. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, it's probably great for, like, bachelorette and bachelor parties. Yes, it is. It's, it's, it, they have a lot of fun. Um, but it's also it's great for that, that one person that just like, moved to New York and doesn't know anybody uh, because of a job. They moved to New York. They don't know anybody. And then all of a sudden, they develop a network of friends right there that, you know, oh, you live on the Upper East Side. Oh, you live downtown. Oh, you live, you know, so let's get together. And that network of friends is developed. Totally. I mean, that's what I was going to say. You should have, I mean, these themes have given, you should have a gay weekend, I think. We do. I think, oh, really? We do. We have our Glamp Out weekend. Um, and it's it, it's on the show. Um, it's one of the weekends that Christine actually hosts. She's she's my host, Christina O'Leary from the Richfield Playhouse. And um, it's an awesome, awesome weekend. I mean, I just, I literally just was sitting here being like, this would go over really well, okay. you know? Yeah. I could see that. Well, I mean, especially being close to a city, I would, you know, people want to leave on the weekends. Yep, definitely. So let's get into the show. I mean, we haven't really, you know, we're going to meet all these wonderful people that work for you. I made a list. There's there's a lot of them. So first of all, has anyone compared you guys to Below Deck yet? You're kind of Below Deck. You're kind of Vanderpump Rules a little. You have a lot of elements. Yeah. Do you... Did you watch Bravo before this? And you don't have to have. So, so very, you know, I really would watch Bravo, but once this started, and, and obviously doing our due diligence and, and seeing what the show was, 
I definitely relate it to Below Deck, and I have watched a lot of Below Deck since you know since we've started this, and and it's definitely something I relate to. I watched Summer House, which is another comparison of what this will be. Um, so so I could relate, you know, to Below Deck the best, and and it's actually it's a great show. <laughs> so. You know, somehow Below Deck and Summer House are two of the straight guy shows that, like, if a straight guy is going to watch Bravo, those are usually the two shows that they reference, especially right. Below Deck. For whatever the statistics are, that's just kind of how it plays out. But those are the similarities that I saw, too. Like, this is kind of Below Deck in a way on land, other than the fact that the people are not career. I mean, it's kind of their weekend job, but that's, I don't know, I, I see it. This is, I see this as Below Deck on land. Yeah, well, I think what you might find in the show is some of the challenges that this isn't their career, that this is something that they've chosen to do. And, you know, and that's always been a challenge that I have is balancing that together, right? This is not your career. This is not, oh, if you're fired, you know, you, you've lost your, you, there's not much at risk. So part of my job is to create that, you know, they have to buy into my brand buy into what we do buy into you know what, what what we what we see i think i think the show captures that again I, I haven't seen any episodes but i think the show does capture it that's good and i mean i saw a little trailer like it seems like you do let at least somebody go or that's that's what it was foreshadowing and the little trailer that i saw yeah <laughs> you'll see <laughs> so it's similar like that you know it's similar to that who do you think, does this have the same, I mean, what's the policy? Like, is this like below deck? You know, what, I guess what I'm asking is like, what percentage of counselor people that are working for you, is there more like interrelations between your staff or between like staff and guests? And like, do you have a policy? Like, is there any strict policy on that? Or is it just like everyone's there to have fun if that's what they want? Um. Our staff need to make sure that they keep themselves, that they stay safe. But my overall responsibility, I mean, look, we're creating an environment where I'm saying, come to camp, act like a 12-year-old, or maybe more act like a 17-year-old. And we're creating that, we're allowing you to act like a 17-year-old. You know, part of the way that you could act like a 17-year-old or an 18-year-old or like a young child is that you know that you're going to be kept safe no matter what, right? That, that you could be drunk and stupid and, and just ha and, and being really ironic, but if you jump in the lake, somebody's going to be there to save you, you know, the second you do that. Um, that gives you permission to be free. It's the same way I say, keep your phone because you want to feel comfortable. Um, so our counselors at all times have to be ready to keep our guests safe. Um, and also, you know, keep themselves safe and keep themselves in a position where, you know, they can make a decision pretty quickly. I mean, they're, they're there to have fun. Don't get me wrong, but they do also have a job to do. So it's, it's sort of always managing that fine line, which is why I think it will make an incredible show. <laughs> so. I think so. I mean, you know, it looks, you know, it looks like there's a lot that's to come. Like, out of all your counselors, is there one person, I'm going to have all the names here, that is kind of like the rule breaker, someone that want that kind of, you know, it's just the one that always goes the extra mile and like, okay, you're having too much fun. So I'm not going to mention 
any names specifically, but, but you know, I think every one of our staff has their strengths and they have their weaknesses um, in, in some ways. And, and so it's my job and it's my team, my management team's job to exploit their strengths and cover their weaknesses. Um, but yes, do I have a staff who's a little lazy and needs to be pushed? A hundred percent. Do I have somebody who is going to test the boundaries and that I have to push back? A hundred percent. Do I have somebody that really doesn't <laughs> give a shit? Yes. <laughs> you know, so, so I think you're going to see that all. Definitely. Which will, which, which, which will make great TV, you know, especially for Bravo. Yes. You'll probably see, since you haven't seen it, and I know they send you like the episodes week by week, I'm sure you'll be shocked at some of the things you see too, just because you, you know, there's lots of scenes without you in them. So I'm I'm sure. So I'm sure you're going to watch it back and be like, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm I'm nervous about, that's one of the things I'm nervous about (laughs) is watching this and um, seeing like, did they really just do that? (laughs) Yeah. What did you learn, like, having never really done reality TV before? Like, kind of, you know, now that your experience is over, like, you haven't watched it back, but, like, what did you learn through the process? Like, is there anything that kind of stuck out of, like, wow, that's way different than I thought, or, you know, like, this is hard work, or, like, just, you know, overall? I mean, it sounds like you had a great process to the whole thing. Yeah, you know, overall, I mean, one of my biggest challenges that I had is that we're filming while I'm running a business and there are other, there, there are people that loved and were drawn to the camera guests that, that weren't part of the cast or part of the team. Um, they were drawn to the camera and then I have other people that would run away. And my biggest challenge was balancing that. Right. I mean, cause part of what we say is like, you're going to camp, you could be yourself and there's no repercussions. Well, okay. Now all of a sudden as a camp owner, I've now brought camera crews here. And I brought this, it's going to be on national television. So, so to me, that was my biggest challenge was managing the business and managing the television crew. And, you know, there were some weekends that that were disastrous from that. And and I did, and there were some, and then, you know, as the, the filming went on and on and on, I got much better and better. I mean, this was a learning opportunity, learning scenario for me. And we got much better at managing and balancing the, the the two that came to be totally and because like so people i mean just because this is the first season it's going to be different in the second season if you know we all get there which hopefully we will but like so people didn't know that they were being filmed like when they you know i mean i realized they probably did when they showed up but like did they have to deal with all that before like say i wanted a book a weekend did it say like this will be filmed for tv or you just kind of find out when you got there well, no, no, we, we informed all of our guests way beforehand, but not when they registered. So if you, if you registered right. now, you know, we don't know when the filming schedule is going to be. Um, let's say, you know, we do get to a season two and it is something. We don't know when it's going to be and when they're coming in, but people already re- already registered for the weekend. So from a business, I had to say, all right, look, if you, you know, there, there were some people who were dead set against having cameras. And so... Did I lose them? Yeah. And I said, look, all right, then fair enough. I'll give you a refund. You don't have to come. Um, but again, it's a, it's a risk reward and, and, and that, that, that I've been so balancing over this whole experience. And it could be great for business. You know, I mean, I, I could see a lot of people 
wanting to come. I mean, it's got to put the camp on the map. And, you know, like you say, like a lot of people do enjoy having the cameras there. This could be great for business. Yeah, so people do enjoy having the cameras. You know, and, and to give credit to um, the, the production company, they were really good at isolating where the cameras would be. You know, we worked really, they, it was the most professional team I've ever seen on where, you know, guys, let's not film. You know, you remember, you're following around eight staff, right, that I have. Well, and, you know, each weekend there's going to be different guests that come up and, and, and show. But those eight staff are part of a larger team of 160, with our weekend crew, 165 people. So business is going on all around the filming. So they've only captured what they captured. Um, and they right. were great at, at really isolating it, those particular cast members. They, they were fantastic with that. That's great. Um, and it's tell us about Claire. So is Claire kind of like, she's like your number one in command or she's like the camp director? Yeah. So Claire is, she runs the ship with the... Um, you know, for our, for our weekends. So she's out there and she really, you know, we, what we pull off over a weekend, there's so many moving parts, right? I mean, from one activity to the next activity, and we have 20 activities going on at the same time to a huge party. So Claire is basically the center of the wheel and she's getting everything moving and going in, in, into those parts. Um, she's a rock star at it. You're kind of like Captain Lee, and she's kind of like Kate Chastain. That's exactly. And it's, it's funny, we both watch Low Deck, and we both relate to those same characters. <laughs> is, she as, is she as stone-faced as Kate Chastain can be at times? Claire is remarkable. You don't want to piss her off. <laughs> kind of like Kate Chastain. <laughs> Very similar. Yeah, she, she's... Claire is very genuine, very real, but you piss her off and you know it very quickly. Have you met anyone else from Bravo? I mean, it's different because, you know, now that we're in quarantine, you know, you're not doing the typical press tour that you would have done, per se. Right. Right. Um, no, I haven't met anybody. You know, I'm, I'm kind of now st starting as we're starting this whole thing and this whole machine is starting to roll. Um, you know, it's, I'm meeting wonderful people. I'm talking to phenomenal people, um, and, and, and actually, in some ways, excited to be part of this family. Um, but, but, yeah, I'm I'm isolated in my four walls. <laughs> Once in a while, I get to go up to Getaway, and I'm, you know, it's isolating in, you know, on 300 acres. But, but, uh, you know, where I haven't really met too many people. That's now what's going to happen now? How is it, you know, the whole world, like how is this affected by Corona? Like what, like what have you done to kind of like, has your business taken like a huge hit? Like, do you have to shuffle? Like are just the weekends canceled now? And then the ones like at the end of the summer, you're seeing what's happening. I mean, I, I know the whole world is kind of, we're figuring everything out week by week. Yeah. And, and that's exactly it. We're figuring it out week by week. Um, we did cancel our, you know, we, we should be open right now. I should have 900 people on the property. Um, we canceled all of April. I have a feeling I'm canceling all of May right now. And that's a project that I'm working on um, after we get off the phone. Um, you know, my hope is, is that we're waiting for guidelines from the CDC and, and as well as the American Camping Association. 
on how we can open up safely. Um, obviously, it depends on what the governor says, and it, it depends on a, a lot of different you know factors. Um, we have extended our season. So normally we end the first week of October. We've now, and we do it with our fall finale weekend, which is what, you know, we, we have an incredible Halloween party and we bring Halloween up. So this year, very exciting. We're actually going to, we've moved the weekends back so that we're actually having weekends at adult camp. Uh, the camp getaway program is going to run from the end of August right now to all the way up to the end of October with our fall finale actually falling out on Halloween. So very wow. exciting. Well, that'll be a popular weekend. Yeah, and, and, and again, we don't know what, we're taking this step by step as everybody else, um, but we know that our product and what we provide, the experience we provide, is going to be so needed and so, you know, but at the end of this, I mean, Camp Getaway and social distancing are two, follow, two total opposites. <laughs> you yeah. know, we are about bringing people together. Um, but at this point, we're, we're working hard, and we won't do it. We won't open up, but we can't do it safely. And so. normally, you're open April 1st to October 1st. That's the normal season. Yeah, about April 1st to October 1st. Yeah, October, the, 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 last, the, the first weekend in October. That makes sense that you're extending, because it's still, like, you know, Connecticut in the fall. Like, it's still kind of warm, you know. And it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's warm days, chilly nights. Um, yeah. It, but the foliage up in Kent is absolutely gorgeous that time of year. It is. And, like, to your point, yeah, people are probably going to need this a lot more when this is all over Correct. than they have. Definitely. That, that I would think. So that's good. You know, I just didn't know, you know, a lot of businesses are just completely, they don't, you know, like I have a lot of friends that own restaurants and that. So that's good that, you know, you kind of have like a plan in place. What have yeah. you been doing? I, for I think most just staying home, staying home, playing with my kids, you know, yeah. it's been, it's actually been fun. You know, where normally this time of year I'm doing nothing but working. It's nice to be able to hang out with the family and, and, I've, I've never had so many home cooked meals in my life. <laughs> so. That's good. And I didn't mean to cut you off. You were saying like your business is going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, I think, look, at the end of the day, we're just like every other business, but we will survive this um, as a business. We'll survive this as, 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 as a community. Um, it's great seeing all of our weekend crew and our pull together for each other. Um, some of them decided to quarantine together. Some of them, you know, it's a, it's, it's really, it's, you know, I, I think you find what the positives are in every situation. And, you know, the fact that we're speaking remotely right now, it's, it's great. It's, it's just, I think it's going to come out. And I think that when we do get out of this, that there's going to be a little bit of a social anxiety that we're going to have to overcome as a business. Um, and it might mean that we're not filling our weekends up with 250 people. We're only filling it up with 100 people to start. But, but you know, we'll do what we have to do and, and to, to make sure that, number one, everyone has is safe. I think that's the most important, that, that you know, we, are, we, we don't want to be known as a camp that spreads this virus around. Um, and then, so we're just waiting for these right guidelines and how to do this. And, and, and look, we'll make anything fun. Right. So we have to have a if, if we have to have a screening center when people arrive to camp, 
you know, we'll do it. We'll have, you know, we'll get the hazmat suits and we'll get people in there with the, the temperature. We'll make sure that anyone that comes in is absolutely fine. Or we'll, we'll have to do testing. So again, it's week by week at this point, as you said earlier. That's, that sounds fun. I mean, you know, right. And I think like, you know, that whole sense, you know, that whole saying, like, it takes like 21 days to form a habit. Like we all kind of got into this and now it's the new way of life. I think there'll be social anxiety at first. And then like once we're out and everything's fine, slowly it'll, things will get back to normal, you know? Right. right. I mean, the world does have to get back to normal at some point. So, at you know, some that's point. Good. Yeah. And, and what that normal is, we don't know, but, but, but at some point we all have to get back to normal and we all need to be together. Seriously. And like you said, I think people are going to need something like this, you know, A, because it's fun and B, people really are going to want to be around other people when all this is over. Yeah. And what do you want people to take away from this like first season of the show? Like one, as they watch it, when they see it, when they meet you when they meet your staff, like what's the one thing you'd hope people could just take away from this? They want to come to camp. That's really, it. I, I want, when you watch this, be like, oh my God, this place is amazing. It's, and, and, and look, the nice part about what we are is we are a real business. We are, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm juggling between the show. I, I wanted to show camp off. I never thought I would be on the cast of the show. <laughs> I just, I wanted to show camp off. Never wanted to be a reality star. This is, I'm a very private person. And so this is all a giant step out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, I never had an Instagram account until this, right? Oh, wow. Um, so, but, you know, my hope is that the world understands that there is summer camp for adults that, that, you know, whether it be camp getaway or any, there are many others, you know, but as an industry, there is camp for adults and that it's accessible. It's not out of, it's not so out of a price range where it's $40,000 to rent a yacht, you know, it's a couple of hundred bucks and for 48 hours, just go out and have an amazing time. And that's sort of where, what would I'd like to, for, for everyone's the takeaway from, from, from these episodes. That makes sense. Were you always supposed to be in the show, like to your point, or was this like supposed to be about your staff? And then somewhere along the way, someone said, wait a second, he's kind of interesting too. Or was it always like, no, we like want you on camera with everyone else? When I had this idea, it was never about me being on camera. I did not, you know, just the whole thought of it. It's just not, it was, it was strange. Um, so yeah, it wasn't about me or, and, and it was as the conversations came, it's like, yes, you, you, you know, we'd like you as part of, part of, part of this. And I was like, oh, let's, let, let's, you know, so I had a lot of conversations with my wife about it. <laughs> so. That's good. Well, you know what's going to happen is that like this will come out and everyone's going to watch it and you're going to be quarantined in. And then right. whenever we get out and you go out, it's not going to be like it happened gradually because you will have maybe been in hopefully only for the first few episodes. And then right. especially like in Ridgefield, Connecticut, I mean, it's a smaller town, I know, but like to the extent you probably go to get a cup of coffee, then people are going to start saying, there he is. Not to give you any anxiety about that, but that is what I <laughs> That is what is going to happen because it's not going to be like, here you are the first week. He looks familiar the second week. If this is on for like five, six weeks and then you're out, it's going to be like, oh, there he is. It's going to happen overnight, <laughs> I think. So you just have to prepare for that. Yeah, I'm not ready for that at all. 
so. not to give you any more anxiety <laughs> on anything. I think it's going to be a great show. It looks great. I mean, I think everyone needs to tune in on, I think it's a Monday. Monday, is May 4th Monday, I think. Hold on, let me just double check. Yeah, it it's, it's definitely May 4th, everybody. I'm 90% yeah, it's, sure it's on Monday. It's Monday, Monday, May 4th at 10, at 10 p.m. It's lo it looks great. I make the comparison to Below Deck and Summer House, but it really is. I mean, listen, there's nothing else on TV that's showing an adult camp. So I think it's like a great, it's a great, especially now, like we're heading into the summer. It's a great time to watch this. And as people are social distancing, I think it could be great. Yeah. So it, is there anything else you want to get out? Like, have we covered everything? I always like to give people a chance to like, if you feel like we haven't touched upon something that you want to touch about, now is your time. No, I would say if you want to come to camp, you know, if you watch a show and you love the show, um, you know, these are our counselors. These are our people, you know, come, come join us is, is what I'll say, you know, come join us. It's very easy, you know, uh, campgetaway.com and uh, come join us. And the same counselors we see on the show are still all employed there, more or less working there. So people can yeah, see these actual people. They'll be up here on the weekends doing their jobs. I'm going to have to come. I'm going to have to come. <laughs> you yes. know? Dave, I'd love to have you up. Just for like what I do and this and now it's probably <laughs> that I'm going to have to. I'm serious. I'm totally serious. I'm going to take you up on this. I'll like Please. reach out to and we'll book a weekend. And where can we find you online? So like, do you want to give the website of the camp and your Instagram and everything? So you could, um, the camp is campgetaway.com. Um, lists all of our weekends and what we do. Uh, my Instagram is simple. It's uh, at David Schreiber. Um, so David, S-C-H-R-E-I-B-E-R. -E um, yeah, and that's that's what I have. That's my social media presence right now. <laughs> that's all you need. A website and Instagram is all you really need. So everyone needs to follow you. I really will follow up with you because I really like once we're out and everything, I really want to make time to come towards the end of the summer. Great. Well, I would love to see you. I'd love to, you know, hang out with you and have a good time. Um, and, and David, thank you for taking the time to chat with me. Awesome. I really appreciate your time too. Thank you. Stay safe and we'll, we'll be in touch. Thank you so much. You too, David. Thank you. Great speaking with you. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, 
and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.